Howdy everyone, welcome to the Nakumam, a podcast where we share the stories of New Zealand parents who have had a baby in a neonatal unit across the country. My name's Shannon, I'm your host. I am a mum to ex-32 weaker twins, Bo and Luca, and my full term singleton Angus. Um, so I've been on both sides of it with Niku and with being able to take your baby home straight away. So I've always been really passionate about uh advocating for you know resources while you're in NICU because the to be to be honest it's not a lot um and a lot of the time you're completely thrown in the deep end and it's really hard as it is without being you know completely overwhelmed so I decided to start this podcast in the hopes that it would help some parents who are in NICU or know they're going to be in NICU or any other unit um, and just kind of give them a a bit of behind the scenes and hear other journeys that might be similar to theirs and what the outcomes were and how everything went and obviously every baby is different and every journey is different but you know to hear that someone else that had severe preeclampsia got to take their baby home after seven weeks when they were born at 28 weeks you know whatever it's um helpful to hear if you are in that similar situation so yeah that's me and and why I'm here uh today we're talking to Anita who actually had severe preeclampsia and her son Max was born at 30 weeks uh yeah they um they live in Gisborne or lived in Gisborne I'm not sure if they still live there uh and because max was so early he was flown to wellington and anita couldn't travel she was in the icu so that was really hard for them they in the scheme of things had uh quite a short yeah i'll let her um tell her story and and talk through everything that they went through and yeah let's get into it awesome do you want to start off um kind of just introducing yourself and your family and the start of your journey yeah, sure thing. Um, so my name's Anita and um, my little family consists of uh, my husband Blair, who we've been together for 16 years, mm-hmm. and um, my little man Max, Mad Max, who will be four in January. Oh, um, and he was your little Niku babe? Yes, he is. He's my Niku babe. Um he has put us through the ringer, his life. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even want to know what he's going to be like when he turns 18. Um, <laughs> he he has been, uh, to get him, has been, was so trying. We tried for about um, between five and 10 years to fall wow. pregnant with Max. Wow. Um, so we, uh, he is also um, IVF babe and a genetic testing babe. So he's, um, yeah, he's made us work to be parents, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk us through your pregnancy? Um, obviously, it was a hard road to get there, but yes. once you did fall pregnant, how like how was it? How did it go? So we were so lucky. We fell pregnant our first round of IVF, which wow. was so cool. We were like, we've done the hard yards. This is it. This is going to be... Um, easy the rest of it's going to be easy um and then we the first trimester with max I had a lot of bleeding 
mm-hmm. um, and which was very, very scary. And um, yeah, we were we were really nervous for the those first three months because it was just yeah. constant bleeding. And um, I remember we'd had a bit of time without um, any bleeding, and then all of a sudden it started up and it was the day before our 12 week scan. Mm. And um, so we went in for our scan the next day, um, telling the scan guy that, oh, we've had some bleeding. We're a little bit nervous. And the first thing you see is just this little hand waving on the, oh. on the screen, like, like guys, I'm all good. I'm here. <laughs> don't worry. Um, so yeah, that was our first trimester. Second trimester was a breeze. I, I loved it. I had my big belly and yeah. I could feel them wriggling around. It was wonderful. Um, I didn't really get far into the third trimester. So um, <laughs> we at about uh, 28 weeks, I went in just for normal, normal midwife um, check-ins and everything. And yeah. my blood pressure had shot up quite a lot um and I was up until that point I was sitting pretty at the um you know the nice green everything's good no worry and then all of a sudden I shot up which uh was a little bit of a panic for my midwife um because everything had been so good and it's just come out of nowhere Mm. um so we started doing um for the third trimester we I had to start going in for um, weekly monitoring. Yeah. So I got to do that one time. I did one weekly monitor, monitor where everything was um, was fine. And then my second one, um, I so I had the day before my scan, everything was normal. I'd gone back to work. Everything yeah. was fine. Um, went to bed as per normal. Um, and then I woke up needing to go to the loo, being summer and hot um, and very big, <laughs> or feeling very big at the stage. I felt like I was going to the toilet every five minutes, and yeah. so I'd woken up to go to the loo. Um, and being in summer, we had a, a fan at the end of our bed, and I got up as per normal and got to this fan and I couldn't figure out how to walk around it. I was just standing there. I knew I needed to go toilet, and I knew I had to get around the fan, yeah. but I was just stuck there, and I couldn't, I couldn't talk, I couldn't, I couldn't move, I, I was just there. Um, and so I finally, I don't know how long I was standing before I finally managed to um, make my way around this fan, go to the loo, um, and then, I went back to bed right. and a lot of people said to me wouldn't that have been the first sign that something wasn't good and it, and it would have been um but my brain had sort of started to go and do um started going a little bit doolally at that stage almost really working brain. yeah so I um and then I woke up getting ready to uh, ready for my day, feeling good after my little incident of not being able to manage to get around this bloody fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I told my husband, I said, oh, I was a bit weird last night. I said, I, I haven't been sleeping well, but it's probably just that. I'm just not sleeping the best. 
Um, and then I went to go to the toilet again. <laughs> Always going to the toilet. <laughs> I went below, and then my husband heard me banging around in the toilet. And he came in to see what on earth I was doing. Um, and I couldn't figure out how to get out of the toilet. I just, like, I, my brain would not let me figure out how to just walk out of the door just to go. Oh, yeah. um, and I said to Blair, Blair, my husband Blair, he was just like, nah, this is not normal. Um, yeah. And so he took me back to our room to lie me down to, to call the midwife and just say, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is a bit weird. And then I got to our hallway door because we had a dog gate up so our dog couldn't get into um, our room at night. Mm. And I couldn't, you know, at the bottom they had the little lip. I couldn't lift my foot to get it over it. I just kept on walking into it. And oh my, my husband was just like, where are you going? Like, what's what's going on? I said, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't figure out what's going on. My brain's so not you, working. So you were like aware, like you could talk and communicate and yeah. everything and you knew what you were supposed to do, but you just couldn't do it. Yeah. That was exactly it. I knew I knew I needed to lift my foot and I to get over this gate, but I just my brain was not communicating anything properly to my body. Um so we got to the room and then I pretty much just fell on the bed and I seizured. Oh my god. So I had my first seizure at home. Um my husband was panicking like because I, I've never had a seizure before in my life I, I don't yeah. have any history of it and so he got in touch and um, he got called the ambulance called my um my midwife um which was actually the on-call midwife because my midwife it was her off week um and I got rushed into um maternity where um they took me in and so a lot of my the hard thing with my story is a lot of my story is uh word of mouth because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't present for it um yeah. I seizured I, I was completely out to it um I have no recollection of getting to the hospital so so had your midwife warned you about this because obviously you had what preeclampsia at that point had she warned yeah. you that you could have seizures or had she just sort of said you know watch out for you, like the blurry vision and the pain yes. So that was all I really had was the, you know, if you've got the the starry eyes, you know, yeah. the uh, the swelling. Like I was swollen, but I live in Gizzy and it is hot mm-hmm. in summer. So yeah. I also, she had seen me how I was. So I was, I was very swollen. My feet were very swollen, but yeah. it's really hard too, because it's also a, a pregnancy symptom is yeah you know, yeah they do go up a few sizes so um yeah so no I didn't know I didn't know the extent of yeah. how how sick I could get um yeah. yeah so we we got into hospital um it was all all panic um and then um and then they got me into one of the into one of the rooms and the midwife had said to Blair, look, you know, we've got her now, we've just got to wake her up. Well, you know, don't stress, because Blair was really panicked. He, yeah, he yeah. was so worried about what was um happening with uh Max and I. And 
yeah, so he was in an absolute panic and she was like, it's fine, you know, don't worry, it's not going to happen again. And then uh, Blair just said he saw my arm start to move and he was like, it's happening again. And then I had my second seizure. Oh, my God. Um, in hospital. And that was when they then um, whisked me away. Uh, mm. So I was at the stage, um, yeah, completely unconscious. I didn't know. I had... I don't have any recollection of it. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so they took me because um, the main thing was they, they had to get mixed up because yeah. I was obviously just going to keep um, doing what I was doing. I can't yeah, remember. Well, birth is the only, um, the only treatment, the only really, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't remember exactly what Claire had mentioned my um, my blood pressure was, but it was ridiculously high. Like, yeah stupid numbers um and so yeah I got taken off to um for Max to be uh, for an emergency c-section mm-hmm. um and then I was then I had to have an MRI and a CT scan and I was intubated for oh my God. Uh, nearly nearly 24 hours I was intubated um and uh I woke up my son was born on the 7th of January and I woke up on the 8th of January um, in ICU with no no belly, um, no yeah. baby. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, re- it was really, really hard. I was quite lucky, though. Um, they had done little uh, Polaroids of Max, little right. pictures. And so when I first woke up, all I could see was this Polaroid hanging. My husband's a bit of a – he's a handyman. He's a bit of a MacGyver. So he had done up this little um, a little string above my uh, bed so that when I woke up, I could um, see a picture of Max. Yeah. Um, which was really nice. And sort of seeing that there, I knew when I woke up, because I'd been at home and then all of a sudden I was in hospital. Um, yeah, yeah. And you're not pregnant anymore. I'm not pregnant anymore. There's no baby to be seen <laughs> anywhere. And um, it was, yeah, it was... It, it's definitely not the the birth that you imagine, you know, no. when you, um, especially when you see everyone put their little their pictures up of yeah. them in hospital holding their babies, and yeah, I was alone and um, with my husband in ICU because um, Max was he was too small to stay in Gisborne Hospital, so I didn't even get to meet him. Um, yeah. he had to go down to Wellington. So he flew down on the 7th, um, 7th of January, he flew down to Wellington Mm -hmm. with my mum. My mum went with him, which was really nice that she did that. Um, And I wasn't able to travel to go and see him until I was um, stable. So Mm. I think I was in, I was in ICU until, uh, I think, I finally got to meet Max. So Max was born, yeah, tenth of January was when I met Max. He was oh born on the seventh. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that That's was so really awful. yeah. <laughs> it was it was um yeah. It, I I don't even I can't even yeah. I don't even know what to say. It was it was horrible. It was definitely. Uh, nearly worst case scenario um, yeah. I'm very lucky that I'm here um, I, it was pretty close they didn't know when I woke up it, 
how my brain would be if I would yeah. be my normal self. Um, there'd be nothing much on so in my brain. So you didn't even have pre You just had eclampsia. Yeah, I skipped the <laughs> pre. No I, pre. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do things in full force, obviously. Gosh, your um, poor husband. He must have been terrified. Oh, it was it was a lot for Blair like it was there were so many decisions that he had to make that mm. um he wasn't expecting to have to be making alone and he was going I'm hoping I'm doing this this fine um and just to see it all like you know he was there for everything and yeah it was it, it was a, a lot for him to be yeah. taking on um and just the pure fact of that he had mentioned to me that when they were waiting, the sitting there waiting for um, us to come out after Max was born, he was just sitting there going, I could lose everything. This could mm. be it. Like, mm. I don't I don't even know what's going to happen. Um, was he not allowed to be in there when Max was born? No. Yeah, no, he wasn't allowed to be in there. So he was out in the waiting room with my um with my mum and my grandparents and my um, my dad. So, yeah, he, oh. he wasn't allowed to be in there. And they'd said to him, oh, we'll be in and out. You'll be able mm-hmm. to see baby come back past. Because at the stage we didn't, Max wasn't Max, he was just baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you'll be able to see him when he comes out. And so everyone's waiting there and it took longer and longer and longer and longer. And and I think, I think it took a couple of hours before they were even able to see Max. So Leah was sitting there going, God, this can't be good. They said it's only going to be 15 minutes and they're not coming mm-hmm. out. And he hadn't heard anything about what was going on. And, yeah, they were all very panicked. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Gosh. but we were, um, we were, we were so lucky. We are so lucky. That's all I think is that we're here, that Max is here. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just so so grateful because yeah it definitely could have been a lot worse like we you know that was the hard thing too with not being present that was there but not there um you sort of found out a lot more information about what had actually happened down the track so you know one of the nurses they said oh you're so lucky with Max he was flat at birth and it was like oh my gosh I didn't even know that he was flat at birth but you know that they he took a lot of work to get come back round and yeah. just little things and because Gizzy Hospital is quite small um you know a lot of people knew what had happened so you'd have people come up to you and say oh my gosh I saw that this happened I was like oh well I <laughs> didn't know yeah <laughs> so um yeah it was it was different that's for sure it was not so once the they day. once they got Max stable and they transferred him to Wellington did, once you were then stable, did you get transferred as a patient or were you discharged and just went down? Yeah, I was transferred as a patient. So oh. I uh, took me, I think, about three days before they were happy with me to travel. Yeah. So I um, I stayed back in Gizzy with Blair. Um, my mum was in uh, Niku in Wellington with Max. So she mm-hmm. did... She had um, his first cuddles. Um, she did all of his cares, a lot of the stuff for him. Um, yeah, that's amazing, but it's so hard for you. Oh, that it didn't get to be you. It was it was so hard, but there's no one else I would rather it be. Like yeah, my mum, yeah. my mum is my best friend, and it was just um, my biggest cheerleader, and it yeah. was so nice. 
And I remember her messaging Blair saying, oh, they've, you know, they've asked if I want to have cuddles, but I feel so bad having cuddles with him because, you know, you guys haven't. And it was just like, cuddle him, just cuddle yeah, please, him, give him all please, the cuddles he needs. Someone, someone needs to, if it can't just be give us. Him love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, it was really nice. And then, yeah, yeah finally getting to um, go down and meet him. I was so excited to finally meet him. Um, yeah. And, but it was just, I remember when we flew down to Wellington and then um, mum leading us into, into Niku and walking through into his little room. I can't remember what room he was in, but walking in and I was just all these little, little babies there. And it was yeah. just, I remember walking and thinking like, it's so hard because I'm walking in here. I don't even know which one's mine. Like mm. I have no idea. I've never seen him. Um, like even when I first saw him, I remember thinking like like I loved him and he meant the absolute world to me, but it was just so hard looking at him and not having that like your mind because yeah. I just hadn't it was yeah, quite hard to explain. Just that first yeah. meeting was just a little bit um a little bit difficult because I I knew who was mine, but it was just it was just weird to mm sort of walk into a room and then be like, here's your baby. Um yeah. rather than that normal nice of not nice, but just when you first had that um had given birth and mm. getting to see mm. them and and then I had so many people prior to going and to seeing Max saying, Well how are you feeling about bonding? You know, are you concerned about bonding? And I hadn't even thought about that. I was just like, my baby's in Wellington. I can't wait to see him. But then I started having all these things, thoughts like, oh, my gosh, what if I don't bond with him? And then I think yeah. I got too much in my own head yeah. about it as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was that was really nice. Though, but I wasn't allowed to um, hold him until the next day. So I, mm -hmm. I didn't get my first cuddle with him until um, I think about four or five days after um he was born mm. but, but how how was he oh my gosh he was amazing he <laughs> had they had he was on the I think I think it's called the CPAP was it the yeah. CPAP um until he got to Wellington and then they're like you don't need this so he was great he was in there actually it's even really funny I look at pictures of him and it's like He's only little and he's only a little preemie, but I can see like little rolls on his thighs. I think, yeah. like he just looked really healthy. He looked really yeah. good for a um for a preemie. Uh, a little bit of jaundice, but nothing, nothing major at all. Like every time we would go in there, the nurses were always like, "Oh, he's doing this great. This is great. This is improving." And and we probably would have gone back to Gizzy sooner. So we did about two weeks in Wellington. Yeah. But we were just waiting for a bed to open up for him in Gizzy right. Hospital, which was right. why he sort of was just hanging out there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I did nine days in hospital um, yeah. with him. Um, and then, yeah, we got the call that we were able to um, head back to Gizzy, which was exciting. But I, I did really love Wellington. We only had one negative thing that really happened in the um, Wellington NICU, which was quite serious, but um luckily not nothing bad happened from it but we when 
Lee had been making all the arrangements for Max to be in Niku. They had asked about donor milk, which was great. Yeah. Lee had known that I was very adamant. I was determined I was going to breastfeed and I wanted yeah. to be going, uh, wanted breast and breast milk and everything. So they had offered um, Max donor milk. So I was like, yep, I've heard her talk about that. That's the right thing to be doing. So he, um, he had arranged that. But we found out that they'd actually been giving Max donor milk that hadn't been tested. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so we were very lucky that it was a, a regular um person that donated milk but it was still quite scary um yeah that that had managed to get through yeah um, for max but other than that like the niku i i really i did really enjoy wellington um i loved because max sort of i think he might have had his own nurse or mm. she might have had only just two babies that she was looking after mm-hmm. which was really nice and i loved um he used to get all the little, um, like they used to write like little diary entries in his well child book, which yeah. was so cute. And yeah. I and I absolutely loved that. Um, it was a big change going from Wellington to Gizzy Niku. Um, just the facilities in Gizzy and nothing compared mm. to what's available in mm. um, in Wellington. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were. I loved Wellington for the fact that Max just seemed to thrive there. Um, when we came back to Gizzy, um, he was 32 weeks and it all went downhill for Max and oh, no. Gizzy Niku. Um, so he pretty much, he'd been there for about a week. And I had noticed that when I was going in, um, hanging out with my little babe, he um he kept on having um like his breathing would go really weird um yeah. like it just stop. Was he still on oxygen? No, nothing. Right. So he was on no oxygen or anything, and he would just his he would just sort of stop his uh, little monitor thing would go absolutely crazy, mm-hmm. um and the nurses were like, oh, you just need to give him a little jiggle. Sometimes they forget to breathe. And so I would be doing this. It's following their instructions. Um, but they didn't but think that was, like, was concerning. Yeah, well, that was, and that was my thing. And I sort of thought, oh, don't, like, are you sure this is normal? Like, yeah. I just seem like, I feel like I shouldn't have to be shaking, giving my baby yeah. a little thing. Just pack him back into swing. Um, and so when they'd done the, you know, I'd raised a few times. They said, oh, it's just a normal thing that they do because their lungs aren't developed properly. It was this big thing about it. And I didn't really understand. Um, and, but then when the doctors came around to do their little rounds to talk about each of the, the babies, mm-hmm. I was there with Max and I was talking to the doctor saying, I'm really concerned about this. Like, I don't think, you know, there's been times where Max has started to go blue and I don't think that's normal um, yeah. for me to be giving him a little bit of a, a shake, to, not a shake, but just it seemed like, a bit, you know, with your fingers, a little bit of a prod to kick him back in the swing. Um, mm. And he was explaining it to me of the reason of why it happens and then Max had one of his little episodes and he was like, no, that's not a normal normal one of these. Like, that's not okay. We need to look into that. Yeah. So then 
Max was then once again whipped off, you know, taken to the um, intense, uh, you know, the emergency ones. Or... God, that's quite scary to think that if, if he hadn't done it while the doctor was right there, they weren't going to take your concern seriously. Like yeah, your baby was stopping breathing. It was really, and it was, it was just, we were like, Leah and I were just like, we didn't have any of this um, yeah. in Wellington. Like, yeah, he was yeah. always, every day we'd go in or, you know, whenever we'd go in, the nurse would be like, oh, he's doing so well. He's mm. doing, he's such a trooper. Like, everything's perfect. And then we got to Gizzy and I was like, oh, he doesn't breathe properly now. And mm. I was just like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? So he, he got tested for all of these viruses. Um, like it got quite concerning where it was like, gosh, is he not going to actually be coming home? Um, yeah. But it was nothing. I, it just sounds like it was just a, like a, a cold or a flu oh. or some oh. sort of viral. He had um, he had not long before just come out of his incubator and oh. gone into a normal sort of cot. So I don't know whether it might have been something to do with that. I, they have no idea. They couldn't tell us what it was, but he for about a couple of weeks he was on oxygen and then they were able to just slowly um slowly tell the oxygen and then he was back to normal which was really really good um and then we our next um little hiccup we had with max and niku was after his immunizations um he'd had his first sort of immunizations and then um he was all good, like happy as, you know, no dramas, nothing. Um, and then we had, we were actually meant because we had the immunizations done so we could go home the next day. Right. And then um, we we were asleep and his monitor went nuts. His heart rate dropped, his oxygen dropped, everything just completely dropped. So my husband like jumped up, pressed the emergency button <laughs> And they um they came everyone came rushing in um and he did the little you know everyone was I don't know what they were doing they were giving him a little bit of a shake and um he he came back right but then he got taken away um so that he could be with monitored with the nurses and he just like I just remember being like oh my god we were just about to go home we were going home yeah. tomorrow and. Like, oh, and um, I, but I did think I'm so lucky that we were actually in hospital and not at home um, with him when that did happen. And mm. the nurses took him out because we were staying in the mother craft room, which mm. is the um, before you go home. And they had said, um, I oh, will take him out with us so that we can just make sure that, um, you know, just monitor him. But all I could hear the whole night was him just his monitor going off and off mm. and off and off and like I I had a like a little minor little breakdown <laughs> everything sort of just got a little bit too much I got a bit overwhelmed and I was a, a bit of a wreck um I, I, was, I was just so tired and the, I think everything could just sort of finally hit of everything that had gone on yeah and um one of the nurses who was doing something with max um 
it might have been a, a blood test or something and she said that they had to do a test on him and she looked at me and she said I don't know why you look so worried about this he's not dying or anything oh my god and I just uh-huh. and I absolutely just I broke down because I was just like and the worst thing was this nurse was pregnant at the time and all I could think oh. was I hope you never have to go through this because yeah. it is the worst worst feeling in the world that everything could just get taken away from you yeah yeah um that's all right but yeah it was it was really hard and I sort of felt like at that time like oh my husband is amazing mm. he's the absolute best husband and so supportive but I felt like I had no one my my midwife wasn't really coming to see me mm. um you know I I was meant to be having a plunker nurse coming to check on me. No one was checking on me. Mm. Everyone was just sort of like, oh, she's fine. And yeah, yeah no one. Moved. Yeah, no, not at all. But I was, the one thing I was really lucky about is that we had um, one of the nurses in, uh, in Gazee. Oh my gosh, she was absolutely amazing. And she was just like an auntie and she was always there backing me up. Um, with whatever I needed, you know, mm. she had contacted my Plunkett nurse and was like, are you coming to check in or yeah. are you going to be arranging stuff? She was just always there when um, they had started pushing for um, me to be solely um, breastfeeding. She was like, as long as that baby's fed, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. stop putting pressure on her. And it was so nice having someone there in my corner backing me up with whatever I was doing um, mm. was really, 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 really good because... Yeah, so important it, to have someone supporting you. It can be the most isolating place in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so that was that was really, really hard. Um, having just... I just felt like every time we got close to being able to, oh, you're going home. A little, a little blip would happen along our way, a little pothole or something. But then um, it's, like it wasn't little, like he was obviously struggling yeah. with whatever part of his immunizations or whatever. Like that's not, yeah. in the moment, it's not little, it's horrendous, oh, it's awful. It just, it never ever felt like we were going to get home. It yeah. never, it never ever felt. I think we, we ended up saying... Blair and I stayed in the hospital with Max. I think we did about eight nights um, in total that we were staying there before we could bring him home. Yeah. And that was mainly because we would come in and then something would happen and we would end up having to stay on longer. Um, yeah. yeah, but, um, yeah, it was – what I – I have a lot of good memories in the NICU as well um, as this, the not nice ones. Um, it was really good having um, a lot of the nurses that I did deal with in Gizzi NICU, they were just like having a bunch of aunties who were just there sort of giving you the advice of, oh, maybe if you try it this way, it might be a little bit better. And, and that was really good. 
Um, but it was really hard, you know, you're sitting in Niku, our Niku is probably like most Nikus where you're right by the um by maternity and yeah. you're seeing these these mums, you know, walking out with their babies and it's just like you just never feel like you're ever gonna get there. You're yeah. just sitting there going, Oh, you know, and you go out to the go to the supermarket or go to farmers to go buy something for this baby and you sort of want to just scream out to everyone, I do have a baby, like I've yeah. got this baby and he's so awesome and I wish that everyone could see him, but at the moment yeah. just pulled up and Niku. Um mm. yeah, so that was that was really um yeah, it was really hard but I was so relieved when we finally got to go home. It was really yeah. lovely. How many so how old was he when you did get to finally go home? So when we got to go home, he was 36 weeks and wow. uh, six weeks, um, which was really nice. And yeah. we were really lucky. We, we were on the, uh, we got to go home on the 19th of February. So we were just before all the lockdown. Yeah. So which I was, another thing I was so grateful about because it was, for us, it was so lovely Claire got to be at home with us. Um, yeah. Doors were locked, just in this little newborn baby bubble of yeah. the three of us, and it was yeah. just, it was so dreamy. I absolutely yeah. loved it. It's really cool. Yeah, for a lot of people, it was um oh, kind of a blessing, oh, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you also, obviously, him being prem, you got the excuse that you didn't have to go out into the world yes. and expose them to all these potential bugs and. Have yeah, people come it was, and make him sick or make you sick. It was so nice because we just, yeah, we did. We just had this little, like our little safe haven where it was, no one could come in. It was just yeah. us and it was yeah. so lovely. Really, really lovely. Um, The hard part of it was we were sort of, I guess, a blessing and a curse is we were also left to our own devices where um, no no plunket support, no right. midwife support, no nothing, which was quite nice because we sort of, in a way, you know, people tell you, oh, this is the best way to do it, but you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So yeah, it was quite nice being able to live how we wanted to live with Max without a little bit of pressure of, oh, but they said yeah, we yeah. probably make sure we're not doing that or, um, yeah, so that was quite, um, that was quite nice too. Mm. Um, with Max but but yeah that was sort of that's sort of our little journey of Miku. So how's he doing now? Oh he's great you would um he has no health implementation like there's no issues with his breathing or anything yeah. like that um I have no idea why he was doing that when he was a Miku but he just never had on your choice. yeah <laughs> yeah he just likes to you know Mess, mess with us a little bit but yeah he's he is absolutely great um yeah, yeah absolutely great we we've never had any issues he's a yeah he's out I think he's on the 90th percentile or something for everything yeah. he's yeah he's definitely not a little kid he's a big giant um but yeah no he's great he's really and obviously great. your health kind of went on the up yeah 
So I, um, it took me a little while um, after having Max to, I don't think my blood pressure's ever gone back to normal after mm. um, after having Max. And, but I'm, yeah, I'm good as gold now. Um, mm. But yeah, it took quite a while. I was probably, they said I was on the blood pressure medication of a, I think an 80 year old man. <laughs> so many pills <laughs> I was popping every day. Um, yeah, I was on so much, but uh, yeah, I I'm good as good as gold now, and yeah. have been given have been crazily enough given the tick to have more kids if I want to. Yeah, Surprising. do you think you will try having more kids? Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I definitely will. Um, I I think like I I'm quite comfortable now because we know what I can do. Yeah. You know, we know how badly it can get. So yeah. there's plans in place. Um, yeah. they're, quite, they're quite happy with how quickly I bounce back after having Max that mm. they'd probably be able to control it now. And the good thing is I sort of know, I remember how I felt. I know yeah. what's not good. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, I, I would definitely, uh, as crazy as it sounds, I'd definitely do it again. Not what happened, I'd have a baby again. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed you get your, like, perfect full-term birth. You don't get preeclampsia or just straight eclampsia. You get all all that fun stuff. Oh, that would be so nice. Just I get get so jealous whenever I see people with their beautiful little newborn babies and they've taken their pictures in the hospital and it's like, ah. Yeah, that'll be me that one was, day. Um, maybe that was really hard for me as well. Just the the little things, but they're not little to you. Like yeah. picking the announcement outfit or the going oh, home yeah. outfit, or yeah, taking that announcement photo. Yeah, yeah, just li- so many little things. things that you miss out on. Yeah, like because that was my hard thing that I really struggled with was sort of because I had built up in my head for so long. Like we had tried to have Max for you know nearly 10 years mm. I had built up everything in my head I'd seen what other people had done and it was like oh I can't wait to one day do this I didn't yeah. even get a baby shower because they came so soon I was yeah, so looking yeah. forward to a baby shower yeah. um but yeah we got yeah it was just not quite how I intended it but um but yeah I always tend to like to do things a little bit differently <laughs> <laughs> next time let's just uh keep it straightforward eh? yeah keep it to the norm not to the crazy yes oh thank you so much for sharing your story with us it, um yeah it was a really hard really hard thing you went through and I'm so glad that everyone's doing well now yeah well thank you um thank you for listening <laughs> all right yeah um it was so lovely talking to you and yeah we'll um we'll chat again soon hopefully yeah sounds good that was Anita's story and her journey with not even pre-eclampsia, just eclampsia. How awful. She was um yeah, horrifically unwell. That's um that's so scary. And they obviously we jumped through a few hoops with Max, but yeah, so lovely to hear that everything is going well now and everyone's healthy and happy and hopefully they get their their full term babe and it doesn't take them ten years. Gosh, what a heartache um yeah but I hope you guys enjoyed listening and we will chat again soon bye